You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Give your customers what they want. It's the golden rule of marketing. But how do you inform your users about cool new services or new features you've added to your app. Well, we discuss the new rules of engagement marketing with Tier, a fast-moving mobility company. All this and more in episode 427. Hello and welcome to Mobile Presence, your destination for everything mobile. I'm your host as always, Peggy Ansaltz, mobile analyst, tech consultant, senior Forbes writer and founder of Mobile Groove. If you manage CRM at a fast growing company, which is what my guests today do as their daily routine, then you have to match an evolving product with a living and learning profile of your customers, of your audience. Now, add the difficulties of engaging and re-engaging in a post-IDFA world, yes, IDFA, Armageddon, and it gets super complicated. Fortunately, we get the answers from our guests who know all about engagement marketing deep down, firsthand, you name it. And that is also a fit with today's show because it's Reimagine Growth, a special mini-series on retention marketing brought to you by CleverTap, a customer lifecycle management and engagement platform. So talking about retention, talking about lifecycle management, talking about how to educate marketers around the customer life cycle. Let's talk about my cool guest, the dynamic duo of CRM, I might say, because we have two of them. We have Tim Lange, head of CRM, and Ligia Borowes, CRM manager, both at Tier Mobility, both with us here today. And both of you, it's really interesting to know how you approach CRM, but it's almost as interesting as Tier itself. I think it might be the latter. So why don't we start there? Ligia, tell me a little bit about Tier because it is a fast-moving company, no pun intended. <laughs> uh, what is it that you enable and what is going on over there? We are a multimodal mobility provider. So besides our electric scooters, we also operate electric mopeds in some cities of Germany and mm -hmm. soon expanding it to other markets. But um, our main goal is to bring this type of transportation to everyone, to make cities more sustainable, and to offer this easy and accessible and affordable mobility service to everyone. So we work really closely with, with cities, with municipalities, and we also bring new products since we are 
a technology company besides the the mobility also the the safety around it's really important for us that's why our technology as is as well developing on this side for example one of our products is a foldable helmet so if nowadays you find one of our scooters on the streets there is like a little box accompanied to it and you can open it and you can unfold a helmet and ride around the city without for example having to bring from home your own your own helmet for instance that is actually pretty cool so that's a lot about the product and yeah. of course product is the new marketing so tim you obviously have an innovative product we're talking about it but what do you consider to be the most innovative way you have been marketing to engage or re-engage people from a product perspective one of our most innovative things is actually just launching in some of our german cities in the coming mm -hmm. weeks and that is our tier energy network and one of the big uh, gripes the cities have had with having e-scooters as kind of a partner and a mobility option is that scooters get left all over the streets they obviously block pathways mm. and so what we've introduced that kind of distinguishes us from our other scooter competitors is this energy network where as a scooter rider you can actually ride to a location and drop off the scooter and exchange the battery and if you take that action we'll actually compensate you for the entire ride and so this way we're trying to be a good partner to the cities uh, by allowing us to kind of group scooters in one place and also bring business to some of these kind of local businesses that need support, uh, but also engage our customers by having them more involved in the kind of product process where they feel like that, you know, we care about their riding and the sustainability angle and we compensate them for that as well. I'd like to just understand how, Ligia, perhaps you can tell me how you're getting the word out about the great features because um, you've got your energy network, but you have to get people to understand that in the app or in the communications to really appreciate it, to make use of it. That's actually a big challenge uh, for me and I think from everyone in the company actually because uh, we are so excited about our new products, but a lot of times it's about to step back, you know, zoom out away from tier and put ourselves in the feet of the customer. So. How would I feel if I see, you know, this, this scooter with suddenly this big thing on the board, which is actually the battery? And how would I feel if I go to, to a shop and suddenly I see this new thing inside, which is actually the place where the user goes to replace the battery? So basically the journey is that we finalize in our app the, the scooters around um, where they need to, be, to have the battery replaced. So there is a sign like a, a lightning side on top of that and mm -hmm. for the users to exchange this battery we also finalize in the app in the map screen where where are the places that they can change so we do partnerships with the stores um so some shops some supermarkets they they store this place where you can go inside you can remove the battery from the board and go inside and replace and then come back with a new charged battery and put it back on the board so mm -hmm how to communicate that, right? Because for us working there can be something, it seems something super simple. So yeah, as I was saying, we need to zoom out and try to explain that in the easiest way as possible. So for us, it has been really effective to, to work in a, with the marketing team. So using a multimodal communication. So not only in the CRM channels, but also in the social media channels, using a lot of visuals 
for example, and an easy way of communicating that. And from the CRM perspective, in our side, we, we use the main channels. So we reach out to users via email, in-app notification, and push notifications. Mm -hmm. And in the first phase of the project, in the first phase that we are launching, we focus, of course, in the, in the user education. So for example, starting everything with an intro email, going forward with visuals on how to swap a battery, how to do it, and not, not only the how, but the why, why the user should do that, right? Actually, everything is done local. So the user is contributing for this green city, and as well, in the end of the email, the, the action, right? What me as a customer, okay, Tier, that's beautiful, that's sustainable, but what do I get with that? Well, you're gonna get your next ride for free. And then we have the CTA. So these mm -hmm. um, three steps are really important for us, the how, the why, and then the action. And then afterwards in this journey, we communicate as well via inside our app. So every time a user opens the app, we communicate, look, there is a new feature. And then finally, we use our push notification channels to nudge and remind the user that, for example, if they earned a ride because they swapped in the past to remind them to use this ride, um, and to keep swapping. So you talk about the what, that's really important. That also has to be up to date, real time. So mm -hmm. does how you address and segment your audience. Tim, I'm wondering if you can tell me a bit about, first of all, who is your audience and what they're looking for in your app. So a little bit of a, I say, utility meets mobility type of solution here. Yeah, it's a, that's quite right. And I think what we're seeing is quite an evolution in who our customer base is, because if you look at kind of the scooter market, even two years ago up till now, a lot of our early adopters have been what you would typically see from any kind of early adopter for tech. They're curious people. Uh, we're seeing a lot that are younger, predominantly male, that kind of view uh, scooters not maybe in the light we were hoping for in terms of this sustainable transportation option, but more of kind of the, the fun or the convenience aspect of the product. And what's mm -hmm. carried through now as kind of our target markets is expanding is that convenience. Uh, you know, people want the ability to walk out of their homes and very quickly find a transportation option. Uh, you know, this is kind of around the realm of how Uber also got its start, this idea of being able to quickly have some kind of easily affordable transportation option at your fingertips. And that's something we're trying to play up and try to communicate out to a wider audience of users because we think this kind of sustainable convenience option is obviously applicable, not just for these early adopter tech enthusiasts, uh, but the wider population overall. And how is that shifting in the sense of, you know, you have to do this in a certain way, but we're all doing segmentation a little bit differently, right? People are talking about rewriting the playbook. How do you evolve your segmentation to something as, as personal as mobility and expanding that to predict what they want. Yeah, I think the most effective way that works for the company and also the customer at the same time is to look at those customer problems you're trying to address. So we have obviously this wider target market and it would be ignorant of us to think that sustainability or convenience are the sole reasons why someone would actually want to pick up and use a scooter. Uh, and so what instead we try to focus on with our segmentation efforts is through a combination of research and a combination of you know, our analytics, 
understanding what those different customer problems are and trying to target our communications based on that. And so that can be things such as, you know, people who want a affordable and sustainable commute option. So we know that some customers of ours like to use the scooters between like 8 to 10 a.m. every morning. And we see that based on the distance of that trip, they're using it to go to their place of work. Uh, we have other people that we see are primarily using it in the evenings and, you know, you can make inferences that maybe they're having a ride home from the bar. Uh, but these are very specific customer problems that we try to do our best to define so that we can understand why the customer would want to actually use our scooter at that point in time. And then it's up to us to figure out the how we communicate and the why in terms of why they should actually use tier overall. And one of the ways we do this is obviously leveraging our CRM platform, which is CleverTap. And what CleverTap really allows us to do is to take those customer problems where we have a lot of insights as to the motivation for someone to choose a scooter to commute or choose a scooter to take a ride home from the bar. And we can kind of feed that data into CleverTap in real time and use that to trigger really rich and kind of relevant communications to our customers so that, you know, the instant that we have someone that's making that consideration of whether or not they want to use a tier scooter, we can be there with the communication, email push or in-app message to really make sure that we are kind of that additional nudge uh, or kind of push over the edge that that customer needs to consider us as their kind of mobility option versus some of our other competitors who really offer a similar product. Uh, so CleverTap really helps give us that edge. Mm -hmm. And I love the reference to nudge. You know, it's, uh, it's a classic book. It's so relevant right now because that's what marketing is about. It's about understanding that moment and what to say to, to nudge, to encourage. I wouldn't say push them over the edge necessarily, Tim, but <laughs> in a way it's absolutely right. And that is so critical to get right. That's why when we come back from the break, we're gonna talk about, you know, how do you pinpoint valuable users? Who are they? What does an engaged user look like? So listeners, loads of reasons to stay right where you are. So don't go away, we'll be right back. Mobile Presence, sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform, will be back after this message. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WMR.FM. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Sauls. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. We are talking about CRM. We are getting down a little bit deep in the weeds. And my guests, 
Tim Lange and also Ligia Boeres. And before the break, we were talking about how to evolve segmentation to adapt to your users. Ligia, I'd like to ask you, what does an engaged user look like to you? Oh, wow, that's a really good question. Um, but basically for us, for Tier, an engaged customer is someone who really embraces the convenience of a scooter to have a way of transportation everywhere and all the time in the city. It's also a person that takes in, into account the sustainability effect. So a person that still picks um, our sustainable vehicle instead of, for example, riding a shared car, which is still contributing for the city traffic and pollution. Mm -hmm. well, what about a loyal user? Um, is there something like you say, oh, there are people who have opened the app, you know, three times in four weeks, because there's always a formula for that. And I think marketers learn a lot by comparing those formulas. Well, a valuable user for us is also a user that engages, that uses our service um, at any time, at a weekly base, that's our most valuable user, the one that is with us in a weekly base. And despite the seasonality, this user is still there because, well, as you know, when it's really cold for some people, it must be hard to use our vehicle. But, but still, we have the loyal users. We have people, for example, who purchase our monthly subscription and it sticks to us. And besides that, um, I don't know if you check, but in our app, we have a referral program. So actually the user using this referral program and referring friends and family, they are also our bigger, biggest, let's say, brand ambassador. Mm -hmm. So Tim, one part is understanding the user, the other is understanding the tech. I'd like to deep dive a little into your stack. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't say show me your growth stack, but there are, there are components that marketers need, really need. And then there are others, they are components that are important, but if you don't have the budget, if you don't have the, the resources right now, you could put them on the back burner. What is the split here? Yeah, I think this is a really relevant question right now because obviously in a lot of companies, the budgets are getting a bit of a squeeze. Mm -hmm. uh, for CRM, of course, one of the most important things is having a really powerful CRM platform, uh, which for us is CleverTap. And that does a lot of the heavy lifting for you because you know these are typically all-in-one solutions. So CleverTap obviously has the email push and in-app solutions for us, and they have capabilities across other channels as well. And then they have native analytics Kind of built into the platform itself which really help you and help the team uh, do the 360 view of you know preparing sending and evaluating campaign all within the platform which i think is really cool um, what i think is important to have besides that is i think a data visualization tool uh, for us as looker is really important because i think that more now than ever uh, the way cross-functionally we work as a crm team we need to be able to share those kind of insights and results and kind of get that buy-in across the organization for the projects we're working on. Uh, and then the other thing I think which is really valuable for us is amplitude, uh, because obviously we want to be able to evaluate and track all of these different micro interactions that a user is taking across our product. Um, and so amplitude allows us to see all of those steps and kind of evaluate how effective our kind of user journey through the product is. And so mm -hmm. those are the ones I would say are essential. Other things I think that would help you kind of uh, speed up the process of execution or manage documentation are those things that you can typically do without um, and you can just kind of adapt on the fly. Makes perfect sense there. And also what you can 
do without, and you can't do without having the insights in one place is what I'm hearing here very strongly, Tim. What about a golden rule of engagement marketing for our listeners? Uh, I think the golden rule has always been relevancy, right? Mm -hmm. I think that if you look at the typical customer and the number of communications they get and the number of companies or brands that are out there in their lives, uh, if you're not sending a message that's timely, uh, has some kind of element that relates to an action that a customer has taken or has taken in the past, then your message will ultimately fall flat. So as much as possible, you want to kind of grab onto any kind of thing that the customer has done or is happening in their lives or the world around them and use that to frame your message or the offer you're sending to them because that's something that resonates uh, versus that's something that has no relevancy, which typically comes across as you know disingenuous or not purposeful for them. Now, another thing that's important in relevancy is also, yes, I'm addressed according to my behavior, my segment, where you think I belong, but you also impress me. And that comes through normally um, a creative, but there are other elements in a campaign that you have to get right. Creative has to shine. Other things have to be right. Ligia, what would you say needs to be there, needs to be working well, needs to be looking great? to be a memorable and effective campaign. We work hard to, to make our communication as, as nice and, and shining as possible. And as well, a big challenge that we see, um, as I was saying before in the beginning of this talk, is that for tier is really important the, the user safety, right? And as well, it's also, that's something important for the users. We made multiple researches and um, the users told us like, some people that are still not users, they say that sometimes they feel afraid, they don't know how to ride our vehicle, for instance. So for us, it's really important to bring this message saying, hey, our vehicle is indeed safe. And mm -hmm. safety normally is taken as, a, taken as a boring topic, right? Like if, I don't know, when you're a kid and your mom tells you, hey, put the safety belt in a car, that's not fun, right? <laughs> so for us, it's the same. It's like how to bring this type of communication to our users that is still engaging, that's still going to change their habits, and it's still going to sound fun. So that's mm -hmm. what we try to do, for instance, in our in our helmets campaign. So to explain the user that the, the helmet is there, that is actually easy to unfold and to wear it and put it back and go and go around the city, you know, have your fun and away from the traffic, ride with tear, using that and putting it back and done. So our challenge here is safe is also fun. And Lucia, you're talking about keeping it fun and that balance between fun and safety. Tim, mm -hmm. what are some tips that you found work for just keeping it fun, keeping it firing on all cylinders and keeping, yeah, making sure that teams work? Yeah, it's uh, it's been a crazy time uh, trying to figure this out, especially uh -huh. at uh, Tier because we are a brand new CRM team. Uh, so we have been really trying to figure out what is the best way we can evolve together and work as a mobile first team. Uh, and one of the things that I found is really important is uh, clear communication. Uh, so we are constantly talking throughout the day into the evening, sometimes even, and having that communication open and transparent, I think has been really helpful to make sure the team is engaged. Um, because I think with open communication, you can prioritize things like understanding, you know, what is the person going through on your team? How are they coping with the current situation? 
and how you can help them as a team leader uh, to try to get through a lot of the kind of uh, emotional turmoil that this kind of situation provides. Uh, and I think beyond that, the other important thing is just to have fun. Uh, so Ligia can attest to the fact that I am constantly joking, not taking things very seriously, which maybe you want and maybe you don't want from a team lead. Uh, but I think that for the most part, uh, I try to make sure that they understand that, you know, this is work, uh, but that doesn't mean that it has to be, you know, a, a dour or down situation, that we can still have fun with things. And we want to pass along that positive attitude uh, to our colleagues and directly to our customers as well. So, so give me an example, Tim. Is there some unique approach, some new technique to making maybe Zoom meetings less painful? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think what has been really helpful for me is that at the start of every one of my meetings, I really block the first five to 10 minutes and whether or not I communicate this, at least uh, I know that I'm doing this um, just to kind of check in with everyone and try to set a light mood. Uh, and that can be as simple as just asking someone how their day is going, what they had for lunch, what their plans are for the evening or the weekend. Or that could even go as far as to say, you know, have you seen the latest episode of Tiger King? Or are you watching what's <laughs> happening in The Bachelor? Um, and, you know, sometimes I, I'm forced to watch The Bachelor, so I complain about it. Um, but it's creating this space and this kind of positive energy at the start of the meeting, I think hopefully sets the tone for how the rest of the meeting can go. Uh, and I think subconsciously, I, I, I hope that it communicates to, to my team and the people I work with that, um, you know, what we're doing isn't uh, rocket science, it's not saving lives, uh, so we can still have fun with these things. Uh, it doesn't have to be all business all the time. Very, very helpful. And I'm just thinking I'd love to be in one of your meetings, Tim, because I've been on the exact opposite. So you talk about communication. That's exactly where I'd like to end it because it happens quite often. Our listeners, they want to communicate with you after the show. Stay in touch, maybe on LinkedIn, Twitter, whatever works. I had someone recently say, no, no, Instagram is the place. What works for you? I'll start with you, Lucia. What's the best way to stay in touch? Well, with my LinkedIn, with my LinkedIn always works. You can, can find me there. Happy, mm -hmm. happy to exchange contact. Perfect. And we'll have those, of course, in show notes for our listeners. Tim, what's the best way for you? Uh, LinkedIn, absolutely. I, I get reached out to a lot about pe questions people have about CRM, and I'm open and willing for any listeners, if they have any questions or if they're dealing with any of the similar struggles I've had with uh, setting up a CRM team or running a team in a pandemic, mm -hmm. uh, I'm very happy to help. Excellent. I might have you back just for that topic, Tim. You've <laughs> very tempting because how do you set up a team? How do you do the HR in a pandemic? It's a really important question. Tim and Ligia have both shared their journeys and to keep marketers and organizations up to date to help them as they drive customer connection and re-enter the market post-COVID-19, CleverTap continues its reimagined mobile growth series of webinars. So get ready to grow and check it all out over at clevertap.com forward slash reimagine growth. If you want to keep up with me throughout the week or find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, then you can email me, Peggy. Peggy at mobilegroove.com is where you can find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. You can also check out this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to wmr.fm, where you can find our shows on Amazon, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. So until next time, remember... Every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. Keep well, stay safe, and we'll see you soon.
The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.